Zach, uh, I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little envious, buddy. Why is that? You gotta figure today that I kind of want, I kind of want to get it. Dude, it is super, super dope. You already checked it out? No. But oh, I mean, I like, based on reviews. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, secondhand enjoyment. Because uh, I don't know if anybody knows this, but after the show, we're going to do a little unboxing. And I'm excited to check it out. Are you going to be there? I, I think I will. I think I will. Wow, dreams do come true. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. Oh. You brought in your doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our sponsors, uh, <clears throat> Water Scrapyard and One Six Corner. Bro, how do you not remember these things? <laughs> God, you're killing me. You're, you always talk about being the pro, about being a pro, and then Whatever, two dude. weeks in a row. Like, you know what? You weeks. mess up. I just let you move on. I never mess up, dude. It's it's impossible. (laughs) I don't think I've messed up in in, in years, probably. Uh, We have uh, honestly a very short show sheet today, but we are here. We are live. The show must go on. I am coming back from just this awful cold. I don't think it's the Rona, but uh, if I'm clearing my throat a bit or if I sound a bit stuffy, bear with me. I am uh, I am on the up and up. So. Uh, let's check in with the chat. We have Toy Mafia, Eddie Mendez, Everyday Collector, Danny Lee. We have a Facebook user there. Mario Cortez, KJ Smith, Archangel, Dave Yun in the chat. What's up, guys? Uh, so, Dean, it's it's going to be a good show. But before we get into it, let's kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, buddy. Are you ready? Yes. It's new this week. Uh, yeah, what'd you get new this week? So I got... Dude, I talked about this so long on the show. I ordered this back in this October, actually. I was going to say December. It was even before that. Like, my order went in on the 31st. Like, it was supposed to, like... Anyway, this is from a custom tailor on... Uh, he has a store, but I did it through eBay. thought but it was from Echo Base, because you waited so long. <laughs> No, that's none of my business, though. <laughs> As you sip your tea, yeah, this is a, a satchel for the one twelve scale Black Series Mandalorian. So I put my my little Grogu in there, and then a custom cape or cloak. Um, the cloak's probably a little too thick of a material. Uh, I don't know if you remember the one you made me for my. I think mine is better, if if it, I may say. It, it it honestly is. I have them side by side. Um, now, do you want my old cape? 
Well, I have one. It's not the right color now because it's brown for. Just dye it black. Season one. Or first appearance, Mando. Yeah. Um, but dude, I, I spent stupid money on this. I'm just going to keep it up. Um, but yes, I was going to say it's not as nice as the one you did. Um, but it is nice. It's serviceable. Uh, I ended up having to glue it anyway. Yeah. Uh, it came glued, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to take the helmet off. That was a mistake. Uh, I should have taken the helmet off and then popped the head back on. But these yeah. Black Series, like, don't come apart like they used to. No, dude, this fucking head on this figure, I, I'm speaking from the experience of the first one. Yeah. I feel like I almost threw my shoulder out just trying to yank that bitch apart with hot yeah, water. I remember. Dude, that did not work. Because that happened to me also with the Kylo Ren from the, yeah. mm-hmm. the few waves before. But, like, I mean, even from, like, like, The Force Awakens, you could pull those figures apart all, like, all day and night. But they really have upped their uh Yeah, they don't want you taking those quality. bitches apart, dude. Yeah. So, I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to, like, stretch this cape over the helmet. It, it popped the seam immediately, so I had to glue it. Uh, it was glued anyway, so it's not like I ripped it or anything. But um, it, it's nice. I like it. But, again, it's not... The the satchel is super nice though, so yeah. I really do enjoy that. Um, but as a whole, like unit, I, li- I like it. It came together really nice. That's not too bad. Now I had uh, a good week. Um, Rainer knows a guy that somehow <clears throat> came across a case of these uh, Black Series hunters from the Bad Batch. And uh, these, I don't think they're street dated until April 1st. <clears throat> so we got these about two weeks early. That's what I and, thought. Yeah. I was like, I think he got these early. Because you were like, let me know if anybody finds one. And I was like, no one's going to find They're not out. And then lo and behold, Rainer found the guy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, this is an excellent figure. The unmasked portrait is great. Uh, the accessories are really good. My only complaint, and it's not really so much a complaint with the figure, uh, because in the actual show model, I don't think Hunter has a holster for his pistol. It just kind of mm-hmm. appears out of nowhere. Um, he doesn't have a weapon storage for the pistol. If it had that, I think this would be a perfect 10 figure. But honestly, for 20, 25 bucks, what these retail for, this is great paintwork, great detail work, great battle damage. Uh, I could not be happier. Now, I also picked up the Bandai Dynaction uh, Ava Unit 1. Uh, we're going to be doing a live unboxing about 30 minutes after the show, I have to do the edit and then post that. And then once that's posted, we'll be going live. I think I'm going to be joined by Dean, Danny Lee, and Eddie for that. So uh, we'll usually finish the show about 9.30, 9.45. So uh, about 30 minutes after that, we'll be going live. I also had a bad bit of luck. So <clears throat> if you guys know, I've had a lot of PC problems the past like three weeks. Um, I picked yeah, he up a just PC. Can't get his political correctness under control. He just runs around offending everybody. Picked up a gaming PC last week, oh. and within five days, the power supply died. And it's not like it's a shitty no-name power supply. It's an EVGA Gold power supply, like pretty reputable brand. Um, but I, you know, didn't really have the option to exchange it, so I had to order something new, and uh, that should be in tomorrow. So fingers crossed that my PC luck will improve. In fact, I, I don't trust anything at all, so I ended up buying a 2 terabyte external hard drive. I'm just going to start keeping all my data on this, so if something happens, I, you know, I, just, I could just unplug it and plug it into something else. Because 
Anyway. At this point, you know, even buying it, I, I, I'm usually the kind of guy that skips the warranties on things. I was like, no, I want the three-year Geek Squad. If this bitch dies, like, I need this to be fixed. Like, I, I can't be dealing with this anymore. Yeah. And I will say I'm fortunate that the, the power supply dying happened within the first 14 days because Best Buy does allow you the free exchange or refund uh, within that time frame. So, you know, if it happened on day 15, 16, I'd be kind of shit out of luck. So, so you just got a completely different computer or what happened? Well, when I talked to the guy, he said it's something about that, the way the PC is put together, like maybe the power supply is too little for that computer or something. But uh-huh. he says even though it's using a good power supply, that brand, like that particular model, has some power supply issues that they've that they know about, and that's why as soon as Geek Squad got it, they took it to the back, and like two minutes later, they're like, "Yeah, the power supply's dead," you know. Um, and I didn't really do anything that crazy. I mean, Victoria uses her work laptop like 50 hours a week for work. I put yeah. maybe 30 hours on that computer in six days, uh, and then I went to do an update. It was a basic AMD Ryzen driver update. Left the room, came back about 30 minutes later, and it was dead. So uh, really upsetting. I'd finally gotten. LSPDFR and everything working, and now I got to redo everything. So, uh, hopefully, we'll have a new PC and we can start our gaming streams. I know Dean was saying he wants to work on a, a collecting weekly gaming logo, so uh, we'll ma- we'll maybe hit you guys with that sometime. Yeah, because we could start doing like I could even like log in and start doing like a Call of Duty stream. Like we could do all kinds of stuff. If gaming is something you guys would be into, let us know. I'm into it. I'm here for it. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, let's get into the news, starting with Present Toys Doc Holiday. Now, uh, there is obviously, uh, anytime something like this comes out, there's always people in the hobby that are very upset by things like this. And there's also uh, people in this hobby that are really excited. Now, it's my understanding that this is a recast, at least the head sculpt, and maybe... A sort of a rework of a of a previous outfit set, um, but we've said before, <clears throat> there's not really um, one is certainly bad, right? To, to take something and copy it, but neither are are morally perfect, you know. And so I don't really fault people that want to maybe pick this up for 130, 150 bucks, and not spend the thousand plus on the low run, never ever going to be made again version of this character yeah there's not a price yet or a release date that i could find uh but dean what is your what are your thoughts on this on this figure the set the way it looks and Uh, just the concept of of surrounding it i've said this before and i'll say it again now the original sculpt like that was just somebody who made the sculpt or it was a company are you can you hear me Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were you were putting a, a no. I'm asking you. A, a, you know, like a. a, a <laughs> I'm sorry. I was taking a sip. I thought maybe you this, muted for something. This is. I'm sorry. This is. Uh, it's my understanding that this. Uh, Danny Lee says this may be the Rain Man sculpt. So, so I believe it's, it's not like an original sculpt. It, but it was like just. Like it was a like a, a third party low run sculpt by a, okay. an artisan, and then so this I, was. I've said this before on the show. I think I'm pretty consistent with my opinion on this. They didn't pay any licensing fees to make the sculpt. They didn't, you know, go through the correct channels to make this product and sell it. So someone already pirated it in a, in a way, right? So for the next guy to just copy and paste it, I don't care. Like, they're not hurting anyone's feelings. You know what I mean? Like, 
the guy who originally did it already made his money. He didn't have to pay anybody <laughs> to do it. Not only that, but it's my understanding that a lot of these customs, you know, once they're done, especially the limited run, like mm -hmm. one of 30, one of 15, once yeah. they're done, they're just done, right? You, yeah. No matter how much money you have, you cannot go to this person and say, hey, I'd like you to make me one. Sean, you have yeah. to come in a clutch. Rhetorical question is what you were looking for. Zach. Dude, I, my ass got kicked by this cold and yeah. I'm still like at 80%. But I, I think I will say this, Dean, uh, putting my money where my mouth is, um, we mentioned uh, the Jinx K-Sculpt, right? Yeah. Jinx is doing another run. And if my oh, nice. stimmy hits between now and I believe the 22nd of this month, I will be purchasing that through the legitimate uh, method, nice. right? Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's almost like, you know, you and I, not me specifically, but collecting weekly, we did a run of Sebastian Shaw head sculpts. Yeah. Now we made it a point to not make any money on it. It covered our costs. And if you got one of the head sculpts that we printed, you, you, or, uh, did we cast them or printed? We cast them, right? They were resin printed and then casted. Yes. Resin printed and then casted cast is a cast cast anyway yeah if someone takes that head sculpt and starts making casts off of it i'm not gonna lose any sleep because i know i did the right thing right or we did the right thing yeah specifically with that file the the um the caveat of using it it was a free file was you can reproduce it you just can't profit off of it right which so we we, like, we, hey. we literally we actually lost like 40 bucks producing the I think we made like yeah, and then and then shipping them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I, you know, someone who knows that they're making a sculpt of an actor and that actor is not going to get a penny of whatever money they make, like I'm sure they're not losing any sleep either. Now, if somebody takes to Facebook and they're like, "Ah, oh, they stole my head sculpt." Like, okay, did they though? Because you know, again, you've already pirated it in a way. So I, I, I personally am not, I don't find any offense when people do this. I think it's great for, like you said, there are people who don't want to spend a thousand dollars on this figure and some dude, it's not going to make a head sculpt again. And there's obviously a market for it. Otherwise nobody would be doing it. So I don't know. Maybe I'm an asshole. I don't know. I just, I personally, I mean, we, we, we are <laughs> assholes. Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't need to say maybe I know I am. But in this case, maybe I'm more of so. Um, I don't know anything about this character or this movie. It's going to be our movie what? for next week if you guys want to watch it. Wait, time out. I think I was going to talk to you about that before we went live. I forgot. I think we should probably push it to the week following because Justice oh. League's coming out this week. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay, that's fine. All right. Well, Justice League's next week and the week and after. And then Tombstone the week following. Dude, Tombstone. this movie is the ultimate bro movie. Okay, like, you told me that about the usual suspects. The Usual Suspects. I don't think I told you about that. Or maybe it was Tombstone. It, it was this movie. The Usual Suspects is not a... I remember a long time ago, you need to watch this movie. I never watched it. Maybe the, it was the, Tombstone. No, I did tell you you need to watch The Usual Suspects. Oh, I never okay, told you it was okay. a bro movie. Yeah, the Usual oh, Suspects, okay. pff, that shit blew my fucking mind, dude. Kaiser oh, okay. Now, yeah, um, well, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. I don't know anything about it. The actors in it look, it look stacked. Dude, it looks Dean, like a really good movie. One of my dream like edits of all time of like someone to draw for a sticker is me, you, Manny, and Rainer 
as the the four main characters of this film. They have a shootout, and when they walk up, they're like all strapped with like big mustaches and everything, yeah. and they just look fucking badass. Danny, That's my you heard dream him. edit. You get yeah, Danny, please, please, I will literally pay you, Danny. Uh, I'm your Huckleberry. It's the episode title. That's where this this comes from. But I, I'm tempted by this, and uh, once one six corner gets it, I might have to hit up Jenny for it. Uh, and they did say justice is coming, and they showed the silhouette of the other main characters. So uh, it would be great if they actually made the full set. I think that yeah, would be yeah, really flushed cool. them all out. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be. Um, Michael yeah, Bean's in this movie. He plays uh, Johnny Ringo. Uh, Sean Fear, there's not a price yet. He says, how much is it? Yeah, no price no price uh, out yet, so we'll keep you guys updated. Now, up next, Big Bad Toy Store did uh, send an email this week. They said, we've acquired the Pacific Rim Atlas Destroyer from an alternate vendor at a lower cost. Therefore, all new and existing pre-orders have been reduced from $59.99 to $44.99. Nice. So, definitely That's not, not an bad. email you get every day. That's not an email you get every day, and I will say... I gotta give them a round of applause. We get well, well, yeah. a lot of shit Dude. for some of their prices lately, but this is this is very well received. And uh, <laughs> Dude, can I tell a story really quick about BBCS? Oh hell yeah, dude! Please, we need we need this, your time today. This guy, I believe it was, it was like on one of my Figma groups. He was like, guys, I ordered this figure, and it, it went to processing today, and it still hasn't shipped. Like, what do, what do I do? And everybody was like, uh, yeah, their ship processes for like three days and then it takes them another like fucking like two weeks to ship your shit. Like, just be patient. It's It's been, it was literally like less than 24 hours from him putting in the order. I just thought it was so funny because that's like really my only complaint with BBTS is how long it takes them to ship your shit. Now, you save on shipping, right? Four bucks. You really can't beat it. Now, they make up that price somewhere, but it's nice to see something like this where it's like, hey, we're fucking actively trying to save you money. It's only five bucks, but like that counts somewhere, right? I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was like that guy had clearly never ordered from BBTS before and like everybody in the comments was sounding off like, dude, you're going to be waiting a long time. <laughs> I usually have that bad luck with Big Bad Toy Store. But boy, they ship my shit fast. Do like, they? I ordered that. I ordered that Dyn action on Sunday, and I got it. What's today? What Wednesday? the fuck? Really, dude? That motherfucker shipped it fast. Every dude. time I order from BBTS, sometimes it's. I think one time it's like two weeks. I was like, why haven't they shipped? My, I was about to call them. Yeah, and then they they uh, they finally shipped it, but. U2's uh, is a new meme vinyl that's coming out. They retail $24 to $29, releasing May 2021. Uh, it was a very light show sheet week, so I was like, fuck it, let's just have some fun. Uh, <laughs> Nan Cat, Lo-Fi Girl, uh, Swole Doge, uh, we have Dat Boy, uh, Stonks, and Harambi. There's also a few more, uh, but these these are on Big Bad Toy Store as well. I ended up pre-ordering uh, Nyan Cat. I think I'm going to pre-order Lo-Fi Girl, too. These are... These are pretty cool. See, when I think in Lo-Fi Girl, she's at a desk. At I've a never desk. seen her sleeping. There's a few where she's sleeping. That's Dean. That's actually my only critique of Lo-Fi Girl. Um, but I've seen a few. But most of the ones I see, she's at the desk. Yeah, she's the, like, like writing by the a book or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Dude, these I are like fucking the, hilarious. I like the boy. Doge. I've never yeah. seen the. Frog. I've never seen Harambe like this. Oh my god, the frog! 
That boy, dude. It just popped into my head. Yeah, okay. The Doge, the Frog, the Stonks is my favorite. But I think I might have to get Harami from my friend Joe. Because yeah. um, our Patreon member, Joe Corbus, uh, he, he literally cannot talk about Harambe without crying. I mean, can anyone? It was devastating. It's such a sad tale. I but mean, like honestly, when it happened, I bet if I talked to him about it now, he'd be fine. But like no. literally, like when it happened, he was so like hurt. It was really, really sad. I mean, I'm still hurt every day. Every day I think about Harambe. I mean, the world Harambe. would be a better place. That would have been a fun. <laughs> I guess they can't make that toy. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, these are these are fun though. Uh, one thing also to note, the Beskar Mandalorian is finally beginning to ship to local comic stores. Uh, a few Jeez, stores in the area said dude. that they're going to start getting shipments pretty soon. So uh, hopefully that is the um, it's going to be something going forward. Two yeah, it's going to be season four by the time I get my fucking... Actually, well, okay, that was, I was going to ask her this. So season three is indefinitely put on hold. Is that true? Yeah, because they're doing the Book of Boba Fett first. And okay. then they're going to start, at least that's what they said, they're going to start production on season three. So, like, we might not get another Mando for, what, 2025? I mean, so it's, so let, it's me, let me ask you this. now. So yeah. let's just say next year we'll get the Book of Boba Fett in October. So 2022. Then they'll... Then they'll start uh, shooting Mando season three in 2023 and then we'll get it in 2024. So by the time we get a figure for season three, it'll be like 2025 essentially. So do you think we'll get season two Mando? Cause they've teased it twice now and two different figures. Yeah. I think we will. I don't, I mean, I almost feel like you don't even need a season three of Mando anymore. Well, you have to tell the story about what happens with the saber. But Does you're right. Matter? The point of the show was Grogu. I mean, I almost think losing Cara Dune, I mean, it's like that's such an integral character. You could just say, like, oh, she's somewhere else. But I think the story wrapped up so beautifully that you could leave the story of the Darksaber to, like, a comic or or a book or something or like that. Or it could even get solved in or the even book of Boba Fett. Or, yeah, exactly. Like, or he even gets the saber and he becomes Mandalore. I, I think that could be a thing. I mean, I just think that that th- it's such a beautiful way to end the story. Yeah. No, you're I'm not okay wrong. with loose ends being tied up in other in other forms of media. Either, yeah. I mean, show, Star Wars uh, does that all the time. <clears throat> Star Wars always ties up other stories in other stories. So you're not wrong there. Um, but they they canceled the the Mandalorian books. Uh, yeah. Two different books they canceled. The Visual Guide, which mm-hmm. I think both of them have to do with Gina Carano. Yeah, they said it doesn't, but it's like, well, come on, you put out fucking books for everything, and all of a sudden you're gonna cancel them. Like, come on. Uh, I, they still said season. Uh, Dave Filoni said season three will be after they do Book of Boba Fett, but I would yeah. not be surprised if it never happens. I think you're right. I think I may be right as well. Dean, let's get a quick word from our sponsor and we'll be right back. It's What the Scrapyard, Annie! We want to thank our friends over at Watto Scrapyard for sponsoring tonight's episode. You can find them on Instagram at Watto Scrapyard. They're also on Facebook and eBay as well. 
Yeah, man. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Ken on Hasbro vehicles, which is a huge help when you're looking for those lost pieces. Uh, they also make uh, printed head sculpts of literally anybody you could think of. Literally anyone. They've made a head sculpt of me. They've made head sculpts of uh, PewDiePie for you. They've made all kinds of Jedi, all kinds of characters from the Star Wars universe. They are absolutely amazing. They can get any sculpt you want designed and printed for a reasonable fee today. We also want to thank our sponsor, 1-6 Corner. Zach, I absolutely adore 1-6 Corner. They are the best in the biz. Great prices, great customer service. You send them a message, you don't get ignored, you don't get pushed to the back of some line. They write back, they're, they're super polite, super caring, they pack and ship excellently. They're the best in the biz. Yeah, man. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to the customers. They offer really good prices. Like you said, great packaging. The likes of which we had never seen before. Literally. And fast shipping. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest to them. <laughs> Danny. Jesus, Dean. Dean's sending me some fucking bonanza <laughs> shit during the break. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> Danny Lee says he, <laughs> he wants a Dean head sculpt. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's a thing. Dean, let's talk movers and shakers. So we have, um, DC obviously is coming in hot this week. Uh, swinging. Swinging, right? A lot of people say that this movie, uh, Justice League, the <clears throat> Snyder Cut, completely redeems, uh, what was the... I guess what you call it, the Whedon cut, the original, the, the theatrical release, yeah, yeah. Uh, seems to be uh, very well received. And I thought it would be good to talk about the concept of hot and cold collectors, people that shift their collections uh, with the current film trends. It can be a very expensive thing to do, uh, selling things maybe cheaper than you might want, and then buying things when they're hot at a more expensive price. Uh, I know you wanted to, to touch base on it, and uh, I'll let you take it over. Yeah, and I see, dude. I see, and I don't. I don't think I'm guilty, but I'm sure I've done it. But I've seen you do it, and you stopped. You did because I kept calling you out. But you used to do it with Iron Man. You did. Don't That's lie. True. That's true, dude. It uh, took every bit of my being to not pre-order Mark eighty five. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, that I'm saying I'm so, glad I didn't because it's a bad figure, but I yeah, just yeah. it's expensive. It just doesn't fit my current the way my collection is going. Yeah. No, no, he, no, no. Sean Yahtzee says, I feel Brian is being attacked. This is not about Brian. This is what? not. Who's attacking Brian? Brian? is an angel walking among us on God's green earth, okay? It's not about Brian. It's just, you know, oh, does a lot Brian of people. do this? Oh, it's because I said uh, Brian Man. said it too. It's a subtweet. You know what, Brian? I'm going to have to hit you with, with one of these. Daddy, chill. And not like this. Not like this. Nothing I mean, guys, to do with Brian at all. Brian is yeah. a beautiful angel. Guys, we're we're all in the same toy groups. Like we all collect six scale for the most part. I've done this a lot, and um, it's expensive. It, that's yeah, exactly. Um, what we're talking about, if you haven't caught on, is when Star Wars movies are coming out or the Mandalorian episodes are coming out. Everyone's buying Star Wars. Everyone's pre-ordering Star Wars. Perfect example, if I may interrupt. Uh, Jedi Luke after season finale of Mando. Yeah. People were buying that shit like it was hotcakes. And yeah, it, like, it got pricey. I mean, the, these things, uh, I'm, I'm sure if you listen to The Economist, it's all supply and demand, right? If right. there is not a lot of people selling and the demand decides, it's a seller's market. The price, you know, shoots up there pretty quick. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, and then with the DC coming out movie, all the want to buy posts, all the sale posts are DC. I need a Superman. I need a Batman. Anybody have Wonder Woman? Where's the Flash? Anybody have the fucking uh, cyborg? The you know the, the statue, movement? motherfucker. Statue is like four hundred bucks, yeah. dude. And then it's like I'm selling all my Star Wars stuff to get. It's like, but I know you just bought all that Star Wars stuff. I watched you do it in the groups. Yeah, I watched you comment on every post. Um, and then it's like when when the Marvel stuff starts coming out, it's like, oh, I I, I need I need Vision. It's like, dude, you had. Six years to pick up a vision when Age of Ultron came out. Now, all of a sudden, just because he's on the, the show, you need a vision? Like, it's this hot and cold stuff. And, like you said, it, it's very costly if you do this. And, and I was telling Manny a long time ago, because I, I don't think he was super guilty about it, but he would kind of lean one way real fast. Like, oh, I need a Kylo Ren. Or, oh, I want to get this. I was like, dude, hone your collection. Get a real focus. Like, what do you want to collect? And stay the course. So he did it. He All all of Manny's figures are like his personal grails. And then, like, yeah. every once in a while, he'll splurge. And then he'll use that as, like, trade for later. Um, same thing with me. I was like, if I buy every Star Wars figure, I'm never going to stop buying figures. So I was like, I'm going to hone to a new hope and then like just like you know sprinkling clones here and there mm-hmm. and um and then like with zach he would buy a bunch of star wars and then he would start selling them for all the iron mans and then the movie would fizzle out and star wars would come back and he would start selling his iron mans and i was like dude you need to stop and he did and he's been real good his collection is super impressive now because he used to have, like, four shelves that he would rotate. <laughs> yeah, it, was I mean, like, it was literally, dude. when you say four shelves, it was physically one detop with four shelves. It wasn't four yeah. shelving so, units. Yeah, yeah, it was literally four shelves. And he was like, oh, I'll sell this Iron Man and I'll buy a Stormtrooper and a Boba Fett. And then, like, he would sell those two to get the Iron Man he just got rid of, like, six months ago. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Because <laughs> now you've, you ain't, you ain't you've wrong. essentially paid for that figure twice because it's worth more the second time you bought it. Yeah, um, it's just funny to me that like it, like we're all in these same groups and we see these people doing it. It's like guys, chill. <laughs> like, to put it into context, when I sold my Jedi Luke, um, this was when it was at a low. I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I sold it at one seventy, and it was there for a long time. Yeah, I'm talking weeks. If and. Not because I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe I should pick it up. I was like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. The um, the market on, on Luke, once the Mando dropped, the finale, I mean, you couldn't touch that figure for, like, less than 400 <clears throat> Same with Anakin. When I sold my Anakin, it's about 180 Rainer, particularly, he had dark side and light side. Anakin. Dude, he couldn't give that dark side figure away. Yeah, could, literally couldn't give it away less than 180 I think yeah. he sold them like at 160. It was some and then literally, assignment. literally the week it went out of stock. I remember there was some people that got some orders canceled from Dark Side. I don't remember about Light Side, but specifically Dark Side. That figure went up to like 400 dollars, like that day, up to I think Nick McCauley uh, from 16 Antonio on Ox. He just sold one this week 
I think he said seven fifty. It was sealed, Jesus. but seven fifty, dude. For yeah, a figure that you couldn't give away, uh, maybe uh, about a year ago. Yeah. Actually, almost about a year ago. So a little bit, but a little bit more. But so the way I I do my collection, and let me let me just highlight this. I real think quick. about selling it, and then I think to myself, "Is this something I'm gonna want to buy again?" And if it is, I I tell myself it's gonna be more expensive because that's usually the trend, right? The harder something is to get, the more expensive it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So, um, I had a like a what was it? Oh, the uh, I had a shock trooper, the one from Battlefront, the red mm-hmm. and white stormtrooper, and I was I wanted to sell it. And I was like, you know, like, it's not in any of the movies. It's not in, um, it's not something I see myself picking back up. Because uh, I think I traded, or I bought it from you because you kind of were just, eh, I don't really want it. And I was like, oh, I'm collecting troopers right now. So I sold it and I haven't missed it. But when I think of like Anakin, it's like, I could probably sell my Anakin for 500 bucks. But I really like Anakin as a character. Like, why would I sell the Anakin? It's like, I don't really like Wonder Woman that much. So I could sell that figure and and be okay. Yeah. So it's like, you really have to, like, I think um, uh, Brian just said it here in the chat a second ago. Yeah, uh, about the the long game. Where did it go? Yeah, Brian says, important to have a vision versus goals in collecting. Play the long game. Yeah. Yeah, so and like, I know they've been talking about it a lot in their show. Yeah, so you really have to ask yourself, like, is this something I can live without? Because you could sell it for the short term, like, hey, I can make five hundred bucks right now. But in in two weeks, when that five hundred bucks is gone, when you fucking bought gas and food and you paid a bill and that money's gone, tipped OnlyFans creators, <laughs> the figure's gone too. Like, it's like, dude, I, I mean, there is a point where it's like I have to sell some shit. Like, I get it. I, I hit that point. Yeah, you had a bill to pay, and you had to sell uh, your Mark Forty Six, and that sucked because that was like your grail. And then I think it was Brian actually who hooked you back up. Maybe like two Letty. years later. Letty. Oh, it was Letty. Okay. Yeah. It was like two years later that you were able to get that figure again. Um, but look, I mean, two—you had to wait two years to find a good enough deal to get it. Like that sucks. And it was like the ultimate bro hookup. It wasn't really even. An attainable deal at that time. Right. Um, these headphones are about to die. Steve but yeah, said, so... Oh, go on. Steve says, are all of your statues slash figures in your collection ones you love? I would say <clears throat> maybe 85% of my collection is stuff I really enjoy. Uh, there's some figure arts that I've been looking at. Like, do I need them? You know, do I want to sell them? Because they do command quite a price. And as far as my six-scale stuff goes... I mean, there's a there's a handful of figures that I could sell, but I would say, generally speaking, a lot of the stuff in my collection is really stuff that is either hard to find, like the Creed, that I'll, I'll never be able to find that again. I bugged right. this guy for like two years to sell me his Creed. He finally did. Uh, or stuff that I just don't want to sell. Um, I would say, just off the top of my head, there's maybe two or three figures in my collection I could sell and not lose sleep over. I would never sell any of my current Star Wars figures, except maybe... One, which is a TIE pilot, but 
it's in the aesthetic of episode four figures because you see them when Darth Vader is like, hey, let's go in the trench and take out these X-Wings. You see two TIE pilots. So that's really the only reason I have a TIE pilot because I was like, well, yeah, he's a trooper and you do see him. Um, and then all my clones and Anakin and Obi-Wan, those are my only prequel figures. I didn't get Yoda. I didn't get uh, Qui-Gon. I don't have Darth Maul. Like, I'm not... I don't really do all those. I am getting Ahsoka from Clone Wars and Rex, and that's probably it for my prequel stuff. Um, my Marvel stuff, honestly, I could probably live without. Um, I don't have, like, a huge connection, like, emotionally with with Marvel, so I, I could get rid of them, but I choose not to because I do like them. Um... But pretty much all my other collections is Final Fantasy and Dragon Ball Z. And then all my other smaller figures are all Star Wars, like three and three quarter. So I do really love my collection. But, yeah, to answer your question, it is usually stuff that I love. Stephen Cred doing me dirty. This is Zach sounding sick. He knows yeah, I've been we sick. I've been talking that. about it in the Patreon chat. And he also like addressed it at the ago. beginning of the show. Someone was late. You know what? I'm sick, and I'm here because the fans deserve the news, right? The fans deserve the news. They deserve collecting weekly to be weekly. It's my yeah. kid's birthday, and I'm sick, and I'm still here. That's the dedication. Dude, happy birthday to Vivi, by the way. I didn't yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Dude, okay. she's an amazing kid. Uh, Sean says Zach's room is looking good, man. Yeah, thank Any, you so much. Anyway, I, I just wanted to address this in, in, on the show because I don't want people to, one, waste their time and their money because it's an expensive hobby off the bat but when you do this hot and cold collecting it gets real pricey where it's like i mean just look at the short trooper even mario's still trying to buy mine like that that pre-order was up forever and then the second it sold out it was like everybody absolutely had to have it Mm-hmm. That that the, honestly, the short troopers in the in that movie for what three Maybe minutes? Four, it got more. It minutes. got more screen time in the Mandalorian. Like it, it's this this like I miss. I need to have it now. This hot and cold that, that bites people in the baby. ass. Mm. Dean, this do you want to know what really? Science? You want to know what really grinds my gears, Dean? What we just talked about is that, that grinds my gears. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a that was a youth thing, my guy. That was yeah, a youth yeah, thing. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I wasn't really offended over it. Okay. <clears throat> there was a post that just a heads up: the new re-release of the six-scale Mythos Obi Wan has a new body with single joints oh, and very poor articulation. Dude, it is drastically worse from the first release. I saw this is egregious. This is we're teaming this hashtag Obigate hashtag Elbowgate hashtag Make Elbows Great Again. If you guys want to use those hashtags on social media. I, uh, that would be great. Now, I will say this. First and foremost, the original Mythos OB was solicited, I think it's like two or three years ago, right? Right. And Sideshow does a thing where they'll, when a figure sells out, they will continue to produce. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I'm willing yeah, because this figure got really expensive once it sold out. I was like, it, guys, this, make this, it again. this figure was so incredibly well-received that I do not have any problems with them re-releasing it. And I want to make that very clear. Yeah. Additionally, I want to make it very clear that at this point, this is probably still 
a rumor. It hasn't been officially confirmed by Sideshow, though I've seen three or four collectors already that have had this issue and that have brought it to our attention. Now, the first thing I will say, people are saying the the fabric quality on the new version is worse. Uh, And I will say... I will say that going from fabric three years ago to buying bulk fabric to reproduce this figure, getting the exact fabric can be difficult. And I'm willing to give them a pass on that. You know, I've bought, I've bought fabric before for projects, even just a few months ago, and then trying to refine it, specifically the cape fabric. I've not been able to find it. And so I know that that is a thing, and I'm willing to forgive that issue. Yeah. Additionally, there's some some rumor that maybe the paintwork is less than on the reissue. You can see there on the left, the weathering is very subtle. On the right, it's kind of ham fisted. I was gonna say, and the I will say, on the, the clothing actually looks a little better on the new one. Yeah, and I will say, you know, within uh, within the realm of these samples, I mean, this could just be a really bad sample. So I'm not going to really talk about it. I want to mention it, but I'm not really going to go in on them. Yeah. The thing that I have a lot of issue with is this figure was advertised in almost every uh, different spot with that double-jointed elbow pose, grabbing the saber, grabbing the backpack, grabbing the accessories. And it is a really integral part of the marketing of this character right. to, to put emphasis on this backpack, which has you know the, the mythos accessories. Which is why many fans were, were struck when the reissue <clears throat> went from a glorious double-jointed elbow to a single-jointed. Dean, what are your thoughts on this, this tragedy? <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's... I, 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 can't, I can't even like put into words, like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Um... And again, it is so integral to the character, to the pose, to the accessories, right. to be able to, to pose them like that. Right. Like that a lot of back- people are claiming false advertisement. And it's almost like, you know, if you have a, uh, <clears throat> a character with exposed joints, maybe for an improvement, you might go with a single jointed elbow. But there's no yeah. real like reason. Like a Riddick. Exactly. There's no real reason to go single jointed here. Again, it's it's a rumor at this point, no confirmation yet. In, in like mass number of people have had this issue, but if this is true, this is a big grinds my gears. Obviously, uh, Obi doesn't skip ab day ever. Dan, I know, dude, he's making me feel bad. Motherfucker's like sixty five years old. But uh, what do you think, Dean? I mean, is this something that they could correct by sending new bodies? Is this something that uh, you think could plague the second batch of these figures? Tell me, tell me how big of a deal you think this is. Uh, dude, if they don't offer a body replacement, I I wouldn't order this. I was thinking about getting one because I really like um, the outfit, and I was gonna maybe do the the Hot Toys A New Hope Obi Wan boots on it, and then the Hot Toys A New Hope sculpt because I just like the outfit a little better than his long kind of dress old man look, but. I mean, I wouldn't order it like this at all. Yeah, yeah, and and it just sucks because now now Eddie says, "Is it an easy body swap?" It could be. 
It definitely could be, how, but yeah, it looks like the clothes and stuff come off relatively easily. But sometimes that shit's sewn in. You know what I mean? But also, I mean, if you spend that much money on a brand new figure from a first party company, I mean, the first thing you don't want to have to do is a body swap. It costs yeah. money, you know, fifteen to thirty bucks. <coughs> and yeah, a lot of these figures are, are tailored very specifically for certain bodies. That's true. Uh, I tried, what was it? I think when you first gave me that, um, the Return of the Jedi Luke outfit, I had to use a different body because it would not, like, close properly. Yeah. Or no, it was the Han Solo that I started doing. I got the, the outfit and, like, it wouldn't it would not button close properly. I had to get a whole new body. In fact, I ended up using that body for my uh, Johnny Karate. Uh, yeah. Andy Dwyer custom from Parks and Rec because that body, like, it just absolutely... Dude, I need to post that again because a lot of people haven't seen that now that we have so many more listeners. Um, yeah, so Zach's right. Like, Now, this looks like a very loose and flowy outfit, but even sometimes that could be deceiving. So it's not... Like, obviously, it's not ideal, and it's not a headache you want to have to deal with on a... Because Sideshow doesn't sell their six-scale figures cheap. Like, yeah. a lot of times, they're more than the Hot Toys, with the Sideshow tax included. Yeah. Uh, which is bananas, because they're usually not as good. Now, this figure, very well-received. Uh, so, the fact that it's, like, worse the second time is bananas. But like Zach said, it could just be this one isolated Maybe incident. one batch, handful got out. Yeah, I, I I don't think that's the case, but you never know. So I guess... We'll... I, I will say this. Typically, the... What do they call it? The silent majority, right? The yeah. people that, that get these are going to be the loudest. Take, for example, when I was looking for the new PC. Uh, the one I settled on had you know fairly good reviews but there was about five people that said it just was dead on arrival <clears throat> or died within the first week and it really scared me so i went to their number one pc the highest rated the most expensive like the, the high the combination of the highest rated and the most expensive and there was the same about five or ten people that said hey this thing sucks dead on arrival doesn't work but i think and in, in any case you're going to always have you know, most people get something that's good. They're not going to make a post about it or, or say something positive. But I think if you right. get a negative experience, you're more likely to. Yeah, if you, if you if you go to uh, if you go to Yelp, <laughs> majority yeah. of the things on there are complaints. It's never how great somebody had it. I mean, if you think about well, it, if, if it 20% is, but... of a computer just didn't work, like 20% of the units they they sent out, I mean, that shit would get pulled, right? It's probably 1% and all, and it appears to be 20% of the reason, but it's really just those people that that were wronged and right. felt wronged wanted to leave a review. Which is so. crazy, because it's like, how do they, how do they even report that their uh, computer was broken if it was not working? Well, they have phones and... Maybe another computer. I have another computer in my computer, bro. <laughs> I was just being a smartass. I was like, uh... Anyways, let's get into some TV news. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is debuting this Friday on Disney+. Plus. Um, I will say I'm not the biggest fan of the Falcon or the Winter Soldier, but I will say the trailer looked pretty good. They released like a little sizzle reel the other day. I think I'm going to have to check this one out. Um, you going to check this out, Dean? Maybe through illicit ways, perhaps. Yeah, I'll have to stream it or go over to Rainers or something. 
Someone says my voice sounds weird. I am ill. My guy, I'm under the weather. Should we just put up a banner? Let's just put up a banner. Uh, let's see. That's Eric. Mariscal? Yes. Okay, Eric, I'm actually banning you from being an <laughs> right now. He's only in the chat that we were talking about it in. Dean, let's get over to uh, HBO Max's 2020 release. They got a fucking fuego. Dude, they're fuego coming out fucking swinging. <clears throat> March 18th, Zack Snyder's Justice League, March 31st, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, April 16th, Space Jam, July 16th, The Suicide Dude. Squad, August 6th, Dune, October 1st, I'm fucking so excited for that, and The Matrix 4. Dude, December The Matrix 22nd. 4 took me by surprise, I didn't know we were getting it this year. Yeah. I was like, what? Because, wait, doesn't John Wick come out the same week? Wasn't... Uh, Keanu's busy, man. Yeah, I think those are like competing movies uh, this year. John Wick and the Matrix 4. So I gotta find somewhere to watch that shit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so these are gonna be pretty good. Uh, I know Dean... So Dean, you don't have HBO Max? No, but I just talked to my family about getting it, so... Oh, okay. Because I need it by... What, three days I would days say worst now? case Four if we're healthy over the weekend if you want to watch it. But Dean, yeah. I will say... Can we talk about this for a second? Dude, we could... Zach, this is our show. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> you know what, Dean? Do I have that button still? I don't know. I have that button. Oh, there we this go. This is my show. I do what the hell I want on my show. How, 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 how are you feeling on renting this theater, Dean? Dude, for Kong, I, I would like Can to. we talk about the logistics, please? Because we don't talk ever, right? Mean? I mean, people think Dean and I talk a lot. We really don't. It's basically show prep. But I talked to him the other day. Now, we have a chance to rent a theater uh, for Godzilla versus Kong. I think it would be like April... Th Let me look at the calendar here. It would be for probably April 3rd or 4th. And it's very reasonable. We can get 20 people in up to 25, but the f plus 5 is extra. Um, that is, that could be a thing, Dean. And it's very reasonable. Um, we have to look at our, our budget, but, um, talk to me. How, 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 I mean, we could watch Bumblebee too for much cheaper, but I think the play is Kong. Wait, Bumblebee too? Oh, you mean also? No, Bumblebee as well. Oh, I've seen Bumblebee. That's not a movie I would want to see in theaters. Dude, Haley Steinfeld on the big screen. You kidding me, dude? I'll, I'll pay ninety nine bucks for that. Uh, but I'll watch a fucking lizard beat up a gorilla all dude, day. Someone every put, day. Someone put when is the release for Gorilla vs Kong, and everyone was trolling. I'm like, that'd be a really short movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dean, so so let's talk about it. Can is this a thing? Do you want to do it? And then how do we? How are we going to start booking some uh, some, some, some people in there? Yeah, I'm totally down to do it. Um, do we should? I guess we should put up like a sign up sheet. Like if you don't sign up, you can't go. I guess. Like if you sign up and you don't go and you're not dying, we will have someone to tap you. I think you should pay ahead of time because we have to pay ahead of time. So are we making them pay, or they're coming for free? Oh. Well, I don't know. I thought I thought everybody like 
pays pulls together and we all watch the movie together. Oh, I thought we were just paying with you know for, oh, for the culture. I guess I guess we could, but yeah, I guess I guess I think if people don't pay, then they have an excuse not to show up. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Now, if it's free, then they also like why wouldn't you show up? But that would also suck. It's like hey, we already have twenty people going and they don't show up. It's like how shitty. Somebody else could have been in the seat. Yeah, Stephen Kretz says top tier don't pay. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, we will. Put he fucking goes on top tier tonight. He's like, I gotta. No, he he he's top tier. I, I went and built his detox the other day, and he signed up top tier. Wow, what a nice guy. I I I say I built his detox. He helped. Nice me, but. and handsome. That's not fair, dude. I wish what a guy. Um, so if you're in San Antonio, now it's not San Antonio. We still have to book the theater, and we don't have the money to book it till the first or second of april but stay tuned it it may be happening uh i don't think we'll do uh for everyone like they can do plus ones because that would fill up really quick uh but we'll see what we can do and uh maybe we'll get something up this weekend uh once we can take a look yeah i mean dude honestly king kong versus godzilla like not in theaters if my stimmy hits i'll book it early but i don't have the skrilla right now to just book that shit on my own Yeah, yeah yeah We'll see though. I don't want the thing is I don't want to. It'll it'll have to be very short notice. Like we book it on the first and it's on the fourth, and we have to fill those seats by then. You know yeah, but I mean? the movies are in theaters longer than a week. It's not like we have to see it opening week. That's true. I just don't want everyone to have seen it already by the time we get there. Or I guess it doesn't matter. It's more about the camaraderie. We'll talk about it on After Dark. I don't want to bore the people of the world anymore. <laughs> this bored the people of the world though. Pacific Rim: The Black. Uh, after Kaiju Ravage Australia, two siblings pilot a Jaeger. To search for their parents, encountering new creatures, characters, and allies. I will be completely honest. I had a lot of high hopes for this show. And if you look at the premise of the first movie, it is big ass robots fighting big ass monsters. And the story very much takes a backseat to that that premise. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked out beautifully. If you take a look at the second film, I felt like the story was very weird. And it was such a bad story that, in my opinion, it it really made me not enjoy the parts of the robots fighting the monsters in some aspects. Yeah. And I did not like the second film. And we've talked about that before. A few, a few weeks ago, in fact. Now, Pacific Rim the Black. All I needed from this show was two kids, a Jaeger, fighting monsters. And, and by any indication, the trailer, that's what I was expecting. And in reality, this is a film that deals with, sure. uh, with, with living in this world post-apocalypse, if you will. And yeah, it's like they, dealing with they've other, lost the war. Dealing with other people in this world when you have this asset. Uh, dealing with some monsters and dealing with an advancement of the story from the second film, in a way. And really all I needed to see was a big-ass robot fighting some big-ass monsters. And I don't really feel like this show delivered on that premise. And I'll be honest, I did not particularly enjoy the show dude it's it's one 
big ass robot versus one big ass monster. There's only one. They only fight one monster like six fucking times in the show. Not even six. I think it's like three times. Yeah. Then they 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 fight one on foot, which was stupid. And then they get chased by like some dog kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. Which it's like, I guess. Um, and then they just have this really dude. Honestly, Zach was like (laughs) Pacific Rim: The Black for fucking people drama. Zach was, yeah. You know what this feels like? It feels like The Walking Dead. Where it's like, I want a good, like, I'm going to shoot a bunch of zombies today. And it's like, nope, a bunch of people are going to try and steal or steal your weapons and your food. And that's a great point. And then your wife is going to fuck your best friend and everyone's going to hate each other. (laughs) That was the first episode. I missed that part of of Pacific Rim, the black. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just from the walking dead. So it's like, like you said, it's like, there's too much people drama in the, in this show where it's monster versus robot In the walking dead. I just want to see them kill a bunch of zombies, not fucking fight over who gets to fucking have, I don't know, fucking marshmallow duty that week. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, fuck, like this is fucking boring. And then the premise was so fucking stupid. And thank God it ended where it did because I was literally like, Zach, I'm not watching this anymore. And then it was like, oh, that was the last episode. I was like, thank you. This was so stupid because you were like, oh, there's this thing that happens in the show. And I was like, I bet I know what it is. And I texted it to you and you're like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I was like, yeah, I could see this shit like writing on the fucking wall from a mile away how dumb the premise was i was like it's so stupid i bet they're gonna do it and they did um that being said they do kind of allude to it in the previous movie yeah um so it's like kind of like a natural progression but like the way it's executed is not good and then and then there's like these like religious zealots at the end of the show that they like kind of allude to in like episode three or four, and then they show up and it's just like, that was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And then the show ended. Um, I was really excited for the show and like, the first three episodes felt like a chore, and then the following. I actually like the first three episodes more than the last. Four. The first episode was cool. I was excited to like, all oh, right, like let's get to the next episode, and then I was like, well, this is not good yeah. the Jaeger's already out of power and then like I don't this even remember what does, happened they got a power cell and it movie, didn't work what happened this movie does what show. or I'm show. sorry show the show it does what Marvel does but like way worse okay, <laughs> yeah. so like a Marvel right. will give you like an Iron Man right and you're like dude this guy is so fucking cool and then like in Iron Man 1 for example he has to use that janky ass V1 arc reactor and has like all his cool powers basically nerfed and he has right. to find a way to do what he needs to do with that nerfed yeah, thing, limitation. Right? Yeah. They'll bring up a hero and then in the third act, you know, uh, Spider-Man, for example, loses the tech suit, has to, you know, fight in the homemade suit. Yeah. I was really expecting 
this show to be totally different. Like, there's a scene when they first get the Jaeger and they're encountering uh, Copperhead, which is the big uh, Jaeger in this show. Yeah, right here on the right hand And uh, <clears throat> Taylor is like, you know, let's you know unleash all the barrage. And then he has this, like, vision of it happening because yeah. it is, like, drifting. Like, you're using your mind to control these mechs. And uh, Loa, which is the AI, is like, you know, target destroyed. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude, the show's going to be fucking dope. And then she's like, which is what I would have said if this Jaeger had any weapons. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. The this best is- part of the robots is they have big fucking swords that come out of their arms or yeah. elbow rockets or by the time and nukes. By, and- <laughs> by the time this Jaeger gets weapons, the show is literally over. And it's a weapon. It's a weapon. It was like okay you're peeking really hard by the way i'm sorry i'm just like really passionate about how dumb this was um yeah it 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 was so disappointing because the whole time i'm watching this movie or the show i was like yeah i was calling you out every time you did it i feel bad (laughs) because i just did it Anyway, the whole time I'm watching this show, I'm like, okay, so the best trained pilots in the first two movies with Jaegers that are top of the line with every weapon under the sun are having difficulty defeating these kaiju. And then it's like, hey, here's a couple kids with no weapons and they're beating them at every fucking turn. I was like, that's a dumb concept. That's a really stupid. This thing should have been fucking jam packed with fucking weapons um because in the show when it starts their parents are jaeger pilots and they have their own jaeger and that thing is cool but it's technically old tech by the time they get to this one this thing's like state of the art it has an ai the other ones don't have an ai even in the movies we've seen doesn't have an ai so it's like dude this thing should have been that's why they should have been winning is because their technology is so much better but it's like Nope, they sidelined the fucking Jaeger from the start. It's so... Uh, it, it was not I will say, I will say, if I could give a little bit of credence, all the kaiju in this film are Category 3, which is like a pretty low-grade kaiju. Um, I believe the kaiju in the first one was Category 5. And then Copperhead, the which is now a designation, not a particular name of a specific kaiju. I believe uh-huh. the one that took out uh, Gypsy Danger was a Category 4. And okay. they're like magnitude of difficult uh, of difficulty harder to defeat as okay. the categories go up. With that being said, that's obviously a very specific thing that probably no one cares about. It's also like I just kind of like who's to say which one's harder than the next? You know I think what it's I mean? by size, like oh. how big they are. Uh, I don't know, man. Let's talk about our Patreon benefits: the Z Team yeah. sticker, the What a Guy keychain. Uh, Patreon, uh, the last of the packages should ship tomorrow, uh, with the exception of Eric and Ferns. I need to track down your Baby Yoda, uh, medals that you guys ordered, uh, from Dean. I know exactly where they are, just a process of getting to them. Uh, but thank you for bearing with me, everyone that ordered, uh, the Patreon stuff. I've been sick this weekend, so my goal was to ship them on Saturday, and then it obviously was supposed to happen today, but I was still hacking up stuff, so... I don't want to be in line at the post office. Like, you know, everyone thinks I'm like fucking patient zero. So 
I really appreciate everyone's patience on that. Uh, Dean, give us a shout out for these uh, lovely gents. Yeah, we want to shout out Ben Porter, Sean Fear, Ian Seabee, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinnigiri, Leo Lemur, sorry, Hernandez, King Louis, Mark Pearson, what a fucking sweet angel, Paul Schreiber, Lisa Martin, Bamonski, Sweet Danny Lee, Danny Martin, Stephen Crutt, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Bo LeBoyd, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Yudsi. Did I get that right? I'm always second guessing myself now. Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Stephen Maria Stanley, Lord Voldetort, Eddie Mazanaris, and Joe Chutbeak's Corpus. What a bunch of angels. Bunch of angels. Keep the show going. They're the best in the biz. Uh, we have three tiers. The Sweet Angel tier, $5 a month. Stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark. Rewind. It's a great show. Um, James says, how do you join the Patreon? Go to patreon.com slash collectingweekly and the, it'll give you some options for tiers, which are here. Uh, the $15 certified crispy tier A, uh, you get the figure fix. Wow, I literally can't read. The official certified crispy certificate on your first pledge. Assistance with figure fixes by myself. Just message me beforehand and all the benefits of the previous tier. The $25 What A Guy tier, which is the 18 by 24 silhouette on your first pledge. Doubles of all the stickers we send and one sculpt a year painted by Darkside Customs after three months and all the benefits of the previous tier. So there are some options there to fit any budget. And 100% of what you guys pay towards that goes to funding equipment. I know Dean needs some equipment uh, for his mic. It kind of kind of janky. Yeah. Uh, and so... It doesn't go to buying us hot toys as much as I'd like it to. It really goes towards uh, upgrading the shows and uh, upgrading improving the, show the quality. And mailing all the stuff we mail. Yeah, pretty much. We spend a lot on postage. Uh, if you like our, our podcast, you want to chat with us outside of the show, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary is where we goof, we gaff, we laugh. It is a, uh, it's a great little group. Not too big, but uh, it's one of those groups where everyone knows everyone, and it's definitely a good time. Uh, we have an unboxing tonight. It'll be probably... Maybe about 30, 45 minutes from now, uh, I'm unboxing the Evangelion Unit 1. So that'll be happening, uh, like I said, just here in a few minutes. And uh, that's under our Collecting Weekly Live unboxing banner. So. Is someone joining us for the unboxing? Uh, Danny, Eddie, you and me, I believe. Nice. I was going to say, Eddie, you should jump on, but he's going to be there. So. We got a great lineup of shows. Small Talk. I uh, believe they're going live this Thursday. Dude, look at this fucking page, dude. We're stacked. Beaut. Look at Beaut. this network. I just need the gaming logo, and then we can really put it all yeah, together. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do that while you do the unboxing. I'll work on it. It's a great uh, idea. Maybe we could debut it live. Uh, OFAC, their episode is uploading Thursday. They've already sent me the files, so that'd be good to go. Rarities, um, theirs is going to be uh, uploaded on Sunday, so in a few days here. Uh, the Joy of Hobbing... Um, I don't know what when the next of that is going to be. Creeps Are Us, Manny, I think, is rebooking the next show. Uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, the Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing, it is happening in about 30, 45 minutes. Basically, as soon as I'm done with this edit, we're going straight into opening. Uh, we also have another one Friday. I'm sorry, tomorrow, another Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing with Eddie. He's unboxing a Beta Ray Bill statue, I believe, from XM Studios. After Dark should be going live on tomorrow at 10 30 depending on how i feel how everyone feeling we'll let you guys know and then in and outs of collecting is i believe going live this friday so definitely a stacked lineup this week and uh we're real excited for you guys to uh check that all out 
As far as friends of the network, six scale scavengers, Brian, Chris, TC, bunch of angels there. Optical 20, one of the best in the biz. Great guy. He had uh, a pretty banging live stream the other day. Uh, JB Collection, sweet girl, always gives us our shout outs. KG Collector, the Wonder Kid. Rogue16, Matt, and Steve over there. I think Matt just did an unboxing, uh, I believe it was yesterday or today, of the. Uh, the Rancor? The Rancor. Dude, yeah. that statue looks fucking dope. I know. PJ the Paradox Nerd. Oh, dude. He was PJ in the, the chat earlier. He was in the chat earlier. What a fucking guy. Third party reviews. Jow giving us that great third party content. Boogie Manny. If you like Manny's stuff, check him out on his YouTube channel. And the Everyday Collector came on the show last week. Fucking killed it on Apple. Currently Earth. in and the chat. Currently in the chat. Eddie says, glad you got that lined up correctly. Uh, single songwriter says, is the one six scale Merman by Mondo worth 85? I think so. I think it's like a $130. Dude, figure. I was going to say any one six figure under a hundred bucks is usually pretty good. Unless it's like an old, like original sideshow Star Wars. They're not usually worth more than 80. But yeah, dude, yeah. a one six figure for 85 bucks. <clears throat> and a Mondo? Those are pretty good figures. Uh, yeah. People really, really like the Mondo figures. Dean, it's my baby girl's birthday today. Four dude. years old. Big shout out to Vivi. So cute. The heir to the empire. Adorable. Dude. Yeah. She's uh, at my mom's house right now because Victoria is under the weather as well. And uh, we'll have her here back home in a little bit. But uh, yeah, big shout out to Victoria for taking care of us while we were sick. And unfortunately, she came down with it today. So praying that she gets better. Uh, Mario says, I don't think they promote OnlyFans. That is true. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to Victoria. Big shout out to all the Patreonies. Uh, we will let you guys know if we go through with the theater re reservation. I just don't have that squirrel to put it up right now. But, uh, you know, I think Dean made a good point. We don't have to see it opening weekend. We could still get together the week after and have a, have a good time. Anyways, we'll be live in about 30, 45 minutes. As soon as I'm done with the edit, we'll, we'll come back live. So... Uh, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. And we will catch you in about 35 minutes for the next thing that we do. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah, bye.